direct conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narrationating me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little fight, baby, is what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. The second arc starts with uh, a young man named David Elaine. Um, David Elaine is a uh, young, good-looking uh, black man who is working at some kind of office job, it seems. And uh, the phone starts ringing, so he answers the phone, and it turns out that he's a tech support guy. So he's technical support, you know, um, what's your problem? What kind of a bomb? What kind of extra extraterrestrial? Okay, so he starts telling them how to deal with some kind of extraterrestrial... Scroll bomb. Scroll bomb. Uh, and, like, you quickly realize he's not, uh, he's not your normal tech support guy. <laughs> uh the second call he takes uh somebody is having difficulties with electra <laughs> and he advises them to run electra 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 electra, electra. electra. <laughs> she's still around she's apparently still around and uh tech support is getting calls about her okay. um, <laughs> and so uh so it turns out that the person that's fighting electra is some kind of ninja and they have a choice between following the ancient code of ninjutsu and being a dead ninja and uh going in with the wrong weapons they hang off on him huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh that poor baby like he knows the answers but no one wants to do it yeah like... yeah exactly um and he does know the answers because this is prodigy um josh would you like to give a a brief uh note because we have not encountered prodigy prior to this uh in this series would you like to give a you're the x-men guy so would you like to right. give a note about uh who prodigy is Prodigy's one of the newer um mutants um he's uh god he took cyclops's side in the whole mutant schism thing but left pretty quickly and was like no his his mutant powers he's a fucking genius like he he can understand and retain things at a at a superhuman level so like you know he's basically who uh who most corporate trainings are made for <laughs> like they assume that you can read something once and then be perfect at it he's the only person in any universe ever that that actually works yeah like all he has to do is kind of spend time with somebody and he doesn't unlike rogue like where rogue can touch somebody and uh and and get like their power right like um he doesn't really even need to do that he doesn't really get their power but he gets their knowledge if that makes sense right so like instead of um knowing uh how to fly for example he doesn't like he knows how to he knows how flight the flight works he can't himself fly right um, but if he he spends five minutes around a pilot he can fly a plane it seems like a much more useful ability to be incognito. Yeah. So, um, so he is he is working tech support at some some company. It's not clear. Um, and he encounters, uh, you know, his boss. Then he gets off the phone. And his boss is giving him shit for being under quota of his calls, and uh, he he encounters um, Tommy, um, who is Billy's twin. Uh, otherwise known as speed and speed's like hey man what's going on like you you look like you're about my age you want to go get some food you want to get some some lunch and hang out 
and david's like oh yeah all right dude like i've never seen you before um and and tommy's like all right give me five minutes i need to work so david's like oh well what kind of work do you do here and um tommy uh and tommy's like well i i assemble the these tech gizmos i've got like some kind of contract to assemble this stuff here hold my coffee and gets to work and um david's like well that seems like a pretty sweet job you work five minutes in the in the morning and five minutes at night like and you get paid to do this that's pretty sick um and tommy quickly puts him in his places like absolutely not no um this is hell this is absolute hell from my perspective it's been a week and then disappears again and is like that's that was another week um you know it's hell if but it's hell that pays and there's a bunch of, of, of panels that show, you know, that he's basically assembling uh, technology devices at high speed. Um, and so he's like, you know, I do, a, I do a few weeks of this. I, you know, save up some cash, go travel, you know, do a little superheroing. And then I got to come back here and make more money. Um, and this is like, what the fuck, man? This is, this is nuts. And Tommy has like no filter. Like Tommy just takes this complete stranger out to lunch sitting there shoving noodles into his mouth and is like man i used to be on this team um but everybody was just such a piece of shit and you know billy is kind of a drag and um you know patriot patriot was kind of a kind of a stuck-up guy um you know but i gotta keep moving i gotta keep going and so david's like well you know i i don't have powers um and and tom's like what are you talking about he's like well my ex gene got fried but I retained all my knowledge. So I'm technically not a mutant anymore, but I still know everything that I knew before. I didn't lose any. Um, this is really cool, but also sad, but cool. Right. Um, and, and Tommy's like, oh man, that sucks. I, I gotta go. Let's go to the clubs. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Tommy. for Wow. Wow. Just like your brother. Not a shred of decency for another human being. <laughs> he's just, he's, I think, I like to think that in this particular story that he's just it's not that he doesn't care it's that he's way ahead he's already passed you know like he's already passed the part where we've had like the 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 moment of human emotion and he's like he's like five minutes ahead of that he's like yeah okay that sucks man but let's go to the clubs tommy is tommy is a fantastic example of a speedster like in the way that comics don't normally show them because you know, you got to think about it. It would be hell. You are perceiving the world at like one one hundredth of what you're capable of, you know? Yeah, no, totally. And yeah. I, I like I like how he's portrayed here because he does kind of come off as callous. But but that's you're absolutely right. Like, you know, it's you, impatience. Yeah, it, he's just impatient. And he's just like, OK, we already did this. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, it's like talking to Treebeard for your entire life. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So um, later on, they go out to coffee and, um, you know, and Tommy's like, dude, I just, you know, I, I thought about it and I was like, hey, you're an incredible genius. Why are you working this piece of shit job? Um, you know, wh- what's the deal with that? And, and David's like, well, uh, I was kind of part of a separatist mutant who was part described as a terrorist. So that does make my resume, uh, you know, kind of uh, unappealing to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, David's pissed because he's like, you know, they, they, they used us, you know, the X-Men used us. Um, it, it wasn't about us at all. It was about what they wanted us to be. You know, I mean, I'm just trying to keep my head down, work this job, make enough money to retire as soon as I can and then stop doing it because I don't want to be anybody's pawn. Um, 
Tommy finds this kind of hilarious and is like, no, you're so serious. Lighten up. <laughs> and so uh, when they get done with their coffee, they go back to the office and uh, they find out that there was a break-in uh, at the facility the night before. And um, a lot of components were stolen. All their components were stolen. And so they're reviewing, reviewing security footage and there's a guy on the footage. The guy on the footage is wearing and appears to be Patriot. He's wearing the Patriot uniform and appears to be Patriot. Uh, and Tommy's like, uh, I gotta, I gotta make a call. I gotta, I gotta go. I know that guy. Um, so he steps out, makes a call, uh, and calls Patriot's family and is like, you know, he gets the information that, that it's not him unless he brainwashed his family because he's been in bed in bed for the last two weeks. Um, and he has a brief rant about how stupid legacy characters are, which is kind of scary. Oh my God, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) This entire comic is just like, it doesn't matter what you wear, what you call yourself, find your own style. Don't bite anybody else's. Um, you know, the people I used to run with, which was the young Avengers used to do that all the time. Uh, Wiccan once tried to get me to call myself quicker silver. It was so lame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he offers uh, he, he he goes up to the boss and offers like hey we'll, we'll me and me and this guy will stake out the place and David is like we um, and Tommy's like sure yeah you know we're, we're friends um, and David points out we've had noodles once and coffee once like you know and he's like yeah all right well, it's, we're friends let's go let's go um, you know stop being such a drag you're reminding me of Wick oh <laughs> So they stake out the place. It's nighttime. And sure enough, they see Patriot walking through this facility. And it's never really, it's hard to capture in, uh, in the art. But the way that I have it in my head is that he is not walking normally. He is kind of walking more like Samara from the ring. Like yeah. Very disjointed. Something is wrong. Um, zombie-like. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of zombie-like or Japanese ghost girl-like um definitely not a normal walking style or not a not a normal movement um so uh speed comes out and he's like hey that's my friend's outfit you're wearing i want you naked now but not in a sexy way (laughs) and and this thing this patriot thing um just kind of looks at him and you see the panel itself is starting to crack oh no and that's very bad and and um and and he falls to his knees uh tommy falls to his knees. and his his lenses shatter yes his, his lenses shatter he now is trying turning to run from the shambling thing but isn't fast enough uh, and no. reaches out uh the patriot thing reaches out and just kind of touches him on the shoulder and tommy disappears he's gone and David is the only one left. And David is like, who the hell are you? And this thing is like, I'm what you can't outrun. Um, you'll never know what I did to him. Do you want him back? And David is like, what the hell are you talking about? Patriot takes off one of his gloves and there's no hand. There's nothing there. And he takes the glove and tries to hand it to David and says, accept. And David's like, absolutely the fuck not. This is nuts. So he puts the glove back on and then there's magically a hand there. Very weird. And Patriot looks at him and says denial and then disappears. And David is like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And that's how that issue ends. So there's some, there's some uh, bad times afoot in the circle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so does, okay. So Tommy disappeared. How much does Tommy like David? 
Unclear. Uh, unclear. Unclear. Okay. They they seem he seems to be more into David than David is into him. But he I mean Tommy's also moving five times faster than everybody else. So he's he's probably already at the point where they're good friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I don't see it in a romantic way at all. I just see it in a everybody here is old. You are yeah. not old. I would like to hang out with you kind of right. way. It, it's like you're one the one coworker that's kind of near your age at the data entry center, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the one cool one. Right, you know, exactly. Cool like, all right, I guess we're gonna hang out because everybody else here is 70, you know. Right. <laughs> um so we start the next issue with uh some some scrolls uh who are real jazzed about this beautiful new car or space car, spaceship, space space car. Cadillac. Space Cadillac. Literally Cadillac 4200 Xeno Crusher. <laughs> um and uh and they were you know he's talking about how how beautiful and precious and, and glorious this car is and then the young avengers attack um so the young avengers go after them um loki of course is like you know trust me this is a good idea and essentially uh takes a like a, a hoverboard thing and then a like a tow line like throws a, a kate shoes like a shoots a arrow with a tow line in it and um when this when the scrolls take off of course in this this cadillac to uh you know run away uh they are tethered essentially to this cadillac um and there's a battle um there's some fighting and the uh <laughs> this the scrolls are um like trying to fly away they, they're attached to the back and um loki's like you know need to uh we need to make sure we don't explosively decompress um billy you better get us out of here and so billy sends them back to where they came and goes inside and they take out the, uh, inside of the ship and they take out the scrolls um but they're not actually scrolls they're called skiffle puffles who are also shapeshifters and uh. they explain that they 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 didn't want to be uh so everybody from their home planet skiffle puffula um, they're all shape changers, but I guess everybody on that planet, according to them, just grows up to be actors because they can look like whatever they want. Um, but they didn't want to do that. They wanted to be hardcore. And so they decided to shape change themselves into scrolls because they're so badass and they have cool heads and their empire was so great and so on and so forth. And the young Avengers are like, you've got to be kidding. You've got to be fucking kidding us. Um, we're going to call your parents. <laughs> And so um, they do, and and that's and that's that on that. And they go out, they go out to breakfast. Um, there's also a series of of panels um, on the following page, which are really fun. Um, and again, they do a lot of creative things with the art here. And basically, there is a nine panel set that is made to look like essentially Instagram um, posts, and it's of the the team fighting various things and going on various adventures um you know at one point they're they're fighting a, a giant bear um at one point um they're celebrating uh teddy's birthday um kate's you know shooting some arrows they're kissing on the moon so on and so forth 
Um, and it, it's kind of demonstrating that they're because they're all they're all commenting on the pictures and things like that. And it just kind of demonstrate that they're all they're all getting along as a team and, um, you know, enjoying the time they've spent together, which, as we find out, has been three months. So it's been three months um, that they've been working together. Um, and Loki brings up, hey, look, really need to get back to work and get rid of these weird parent parasite things. Um and you know, and 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 Miss America's was like, yeah, you know, we really do need to get that together. Um, and Billy, or I'm sorry, Teddy and uh, and Nova are are kind of chatting privately with one another, talking about, um, you know, Teddy. Teddy's still concerned that Billy is his reality warper powers to influence his. Um, and Novar is like, look, I have mind control saliva, but I don't use it because that would be wrong. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> now has Teddy said anything to Billy about this? Like, oh come on, of course not. <laughs> uh, teenagers, I know. <laughs> so you so are we're... you are actually completely and utterly incapable of asking those sorts of questions to a significant other until at least the age of thirty. Do you not remember this? <laughs> okay for fairness sake i was a um someone gave me the ethical slut when i was like 21 <laughs> and so i read that and i got really healthy perceptions on like what i want out of relationship so uh, i was very good at being like hey i'm not monogamous and it's cool if you date other people i'm gonna date other people you're my primary so it was very, like, I was very good at communicating my needs early on. <laughs> well, not all of us got the cheat code book, Joe. Sometimes, this is why queer intergenerational relationships are so important and why HIV AIDS was so terrible for gay dudes because we lost a generation of elders to teach us these kinds of things. Right. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. oh God, super tangent, super tangent. No, no. All right, it's kind of what we do on this show. That is 100% got... what we do on this show. <laughs> Totally got lucky and had a wise gay elder be like, hey, you should read this. You right, don't own right. people you're in relationships with. Right. No, no, but, but that's awesome, though. Like, not not all of us got that for sure, and that's exactly why. This That's uh, actually going back to the just talk to each other. It's the trope that uh, Jen, my wife, fucking hates, is how you can build an entire season arc just because somebody decided not to have a conversation like an adult yeah yeah Ugh. and like i it's frustrating right because as adults we read this more like just fucking talk to them but we got to remember these are teens they don't yeah. know what the fuck they're doing they they've never had this to happen before and they don't know what's going on so of course they're not going to talk just talk to each other because you know who does that um i'm sorry does any of these people have telepathic powers or the <laughs> ability to like uh <laughs> You'd think. You'd like, think. hey, I sense emotions. You're not quite right. What's going on? <laughs> Although we do turn around almost right away because there is one relationship, as weird as it is, on this ship that is a healthy, odd relationship, and that is Kate and Novar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's healthy and weird. That's for sure. Because um. <laughs> Novar at this point is like, Oh yeah, Kate. Uh, have I mentioned that I have mind control saliva? And she goes, "It's okay. Many parts of my body are mind control." 
It's great. So they are uh, they are now back in, of course, the aforementioned diner. This is going to show up a lot. Um, and uh, th- just as they sit down, they're still looking at the menu. And a, the waiter comes over and is like, here you go. And Kate's like, "What? Well, we, we didn't order anything yet. And uh, David, who's been sitting at a nearby table, turns to them and is like, well, it was me. I ordered for you. Um, and America immediately is like, who the hell are you? Uh, and Teddy and Billy kind of fill her in is like, hey, look, he was one of the young X-Men. Um, he sided with the Utopian mut- mutants uh, uh, after the schism and uh, was head of their youth division. Um, and- <laughs> I don't know. I'm just imagining him as the cool youth pastor. K- kind of. Hey, guys. <laughs> Let's he does dress rap. like one. Let's have a rap about this real cool guy, Charles Xavier. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't. No, he would have, he, in in his position, it would have been, let's have a rap about this really cool guy, Scott Summers. Uh, I mean, yeah, Mag- yeah. Mag- Magneto was right. <sighs> it's true. He was yeah. He was never wrong. Um, I mean, there was that time he flooded New York. <laughs> Overrated. So, um, so Kate's like, well, how did you, you know, how did you find us? And he's like, well, I've been, you know, looking for you guys for a while. Um, and I, I, I finally was, was able to, to get it, but I saw what happened with your parents and I understand why you guys are trying to avoid them. Um, so I decided to use some basic geometry and calculate your trajectories and then triangulate your location, et cetera, and so forth. Uh, and it always kept coming back here. So I figured if I came to this diner enough, I'd find you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Loki being the perennial smart ass that he is, is like, oh, well, I don't know. Why do they call you Prodigy? <laughs> Bless and, and Prodigy puts him promptly back into his, his place and is like, you're guilty about something, aren't you? And oh, Loki God. Goes, someone someone asks, asks the right question to, at the right time. What is this? Yep. yep. They then ignore it yep and they don't they just kind of give each other a knowing look and move right on um fair (laughs) uh david goes on to explain that you know he was working with tommy um and that he has some really bad news and um so he takes them to uh the the warehouse or or building or whatever where uh where tommy had disappeared and um (laughs) loki uh loki starts basically uh doing a a magic spell to kind of um find the the trail to find find Tom and um they all talk about how they love Nina Simone yes (laughs) they do honestly that was around the age I got introduced to Nina Simone so fair and right well it's because it's because kid Loki calls uh calls prodigy young gifted in black and uh <laughs> and prodigy goes wait you're a norse god who knows about nina simone and novar out of nowhere it's like i'm an alien who loves nina simone <laughs> oh that's that's really good yeah it is it is excellent um so um so loki finds that, that there's a trail um and billy's like well you know can we follow it and so Loki basically is like, well, it's leading to another dimension. Um, so I don't know how in the world could we possibly get to another dimension unless, and of course, America Chavez is like, get out of the fucking way. Let me do it. Um, and, you know, punches a, or kicks really a hole through, uh, through the universe and is like, all right, let's go. As she and, does. And, and Kate, who has not yet seen this particular power of America's is like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
To which America replies, very chill, very cool as always. Your ticket to the multiverse, princess. Um, oh. I just, I love her so much. I, I can't, I can't. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to see her. I'm oh, I so know. Excited. I know. I've, I've been jazzed since I learned about it. And the trailer for Doctor Strange looks just absolutely lit. I'm jazzed. I'm so jazzed. <laughs> so they jump into this other dimension, which is real weird. Um, and in this real weird dimension, there's Patriot. And he looks at them and kind of gives them the, the you know, come hither gesture and is like, tick tock, tick tock. And behind his eyes, you can see that Tommy is like screaming, like behind his mask. And yeah. so David points out like, hey, look, this is for the record. This is exactly what I was trying to avoid. And that's how that issue ends. So we, we leave it there. Um, issue eight begins with uh, Kate, Kate Bishop's Interdimensional Journal, week five. Um, <laughs> and so uh, it turns out that um, they have been just jumping dimensions for four weeks. Um, what she calls mayfly dimensions, which are full of horrors, craving to be more than a tiny fragment of time. And there's the art here is just real out there um you know in some of these universes they all have wings like like eagle wings um one of them has a giant what looks like a head crossed with a spider robot thing um one of them has a bunch of dead as guardians including dead loki dead thor um some of them are are just uh full of like dirt and dust like dust storms and all kinds of other terrible, uh, terrible things. So they've been doing this for, for another five weeks. Um, but she does note in her journal that it's not all bad. And, and sometimes um, they do have good days. For example, Earth 212, and they're back at the Korean barbecue joint that started us all off in the first place. Um, you know, sharing a meal, chit-chatting, um, having a good time. And uh, it also, it's also shown that Novar in this time has grown a beard. Um and he, because he has discovered the joy of country and Graham Parsons is his hero now. Oh. And he hopes, <laughs> his only hope for the mission is that they come to a dimension where he is still alive so he can meet him. And, and also Johnny Cash. And also Johnny Cash. And, and Billy's like, uh, and also that we catch up with this evil patriot and rescue my brother Tommy, right? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, that too, that's fine. <laughs> So uh, as they're eating, America Chavez walks in, immediately gets yelled at by the waitstaff because she destroyed the place last time she was in. And she's like, hey, look, you know, the wall looks great. Um, anyways, I'm sorry. I got to get these guys out of here. We got to go. And uh, she lets them know that she's found the Patriots trail. So uh, they, they take her, they take off and, um, you know, and, and, and <clears throat> so they go to another dimension entirely. Uh, it's another like apocalypse type world. It's like half the buildings are in ruins and whatnot. Um, and uh, it's it's noted that the architecture there is Cree derived, which means that the, so apparently there's like a disproportionate number of universes where the Cree have taken over um, and made Earth like the capital of the Cree Empire, and then it's gotten destroyed. Um, and uh, so they're looking they're looking for Patriot. They're fi they're following Loki's magical trail, and uh, he's like, let's get out of here before something inevitably horrible turns up and then just as he says that like behind him you can see a bunch of like evil looking the only way i can describe these things is like neon dominatrices yep full um, gift mask and all 
yeah full gimp mask and all um like the 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 uh like leather teddies and thigh high boots and whatnot except they're all strapped um so they've got you know guns knives weapons whatever um and and loki turns around and immediately is like i hate you inevitable horrible (laughs) (laughs) and um and that, that kind of stops them, gives them pause. And they're like, well, you said you, we, you know, we're not horrible. You, you said that we were pretty. Um, welcome to the new Cree, uh, Cree capital uh, or uh, the new capital of the Cree empire, Novar. And um, so who this is or what this is appears to be um, duplicates of, a, of, of Novar's ex uh, named Oubliette. And um, <sighs> yeah. Oh, this. Oh no! <laughs> and they're they're chasing after them now. Like you said, we were beautiful, aren't we beautiful? And he's like, "You've changed." Um, See the original Sin episode for yeah. more on Oubliette. <laughs> what was her name? Dominatrix. Ex- the exterminatrix. The exterminatrix. Yeah. Oh my God! Wait, what clan did she play in Vampire? Right. <laughs> I'm a Sombra. Yeah, the br- Bruja. They're always Bruja. They're always Bruja. Always oh. goddamn Bruja. Listen to both of you. They, <laughs> they hang out with Ice Dragon. <laughs> and, and every single character that was ever named after a pro wrestler. <laughs> uh, why did we do that for so long? <laughs> I don't know. We have a disease. <laughs> Hi, my name's Joe, and I survived OWBN. We all did, Joe. We all did. <laughs> I'm not Oubliette. Do not stare too long into the LARP, for the LARP will stare back. But I do want some riot juice. I mean, it's oh. pretty much just Tucker Tucker Max's death punch. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, back to these Anyhow, uh, dominatrixes. So the dominatrixes—they uh, have—they have black holes for for heads. Yes, this is also kind of important. Yes, they. they it now turns because after the after this confrontation, uh, they their heads, which previous you know were wearing the, the gimp masks and, and whatnot, have now turned into black holes. And so uh, America Chavez goes to punch one of them, and David is like, "Don't cross their event horizons, don't." And she actually does manage to do it um, and, and punches this thing right in its black hole. And, um, you know, it turns has to, my favorite panel. Favorite panel ever. The laws of physics can kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> and she then, you know, kicks the, uh, uh, another hole through the, the universes and is like, all right, hurry, let's go. Um, and manages to get everybody out safely. And uh, Kate asks Novar, like, who the hell was that? And he's like, oh, you know, um, they looked like Oubliette the Exterminatrix, uh, trained to hunt and kill aliens from birth. Um, but she was also the first reason I loved Earth. And, um, you know, Kate goes to follow up on this question and then notices that something in the undergrowth of this planet that they're on is moving. And it turns out to be a bunch of little green really adorable chubby i don't know how to describe these things they're little they look kind of like a cross between like a a beanie baby and a bat but they don't have wings yeah. <laughs> like they've got like the bat ears and four baby, of them what's that four of them they oh have yes four, they have four bat ears four two bat on ears. the top and two on the sides like baby yoda 
<laughs> yeah, they're really, really adorable. And they're all saying, Demiurge, Demiurge, Demiurge. And everybody's like, oh, this is cute. We like this. Uh, uh. <laughs> and so um, they're they're trying to to figure out what the hell is going on. And um, Loki looks up and then looks at America Chavez and then looks back at everybody. He's like, hey, guys, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Time to go. Time to go. Time to go. Don't look up. Don't look at anything. Just let's go. We're going. We're, it's time to go. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And just before uh, America gets them through the, the uh, star-shaped dimension panel, um, Billy looks up and it's his profile, basically, like his, the shoulders up of him in the sky, like as a sort of really beautiful constellation or galaxy. Yeah, made of stars. Made of stars. And the little one of the little green dudes is like, Demiurge! Um, and Luke is like, oh, you, you probably shouldn't have seen that. We gotta go. <laughs> and so uh, they they end up now in a completely white room but it's not really a room it's more panels um they are back in this weird fourth dimension breaking or fourth wall breaking uh area um and patriot's there and so is the mother parasite and she's like oh this lovely voice that you'd be popping by you know come on in where were we and it kind of pulls out a little bit and you see that there were all of these empty panels just sort of hanging everywhere. And in one of them, there's a partially drawn teddy. And like in other ones, there are like um, the beginning stages of what look to be like sketches or models of him. And then some are just completely blank. Um, Loki realizes that's mother's home dimension and they got to get the fuck out of there. Um, America goes to uh, stomp a hole through it. And parts of the panel are actually turning into tentacles and coming at them. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Um, Billy and Tommy get separated. And Billy is actually pulled in by the tentacles as Tommy is pulled through the uh, to the other dimension with, with America and the rest of the team. Um, America's pissed. She's like, I'm going to kill that, that Patriot dude. And Billy's like, we, got, we have to go back and save Teddy. We have to do it. And um, they don't even know where they're at they're they're just in another dimension and from behind them they hear hello and there's a young girl uh there who's got long dark hair and in a green dress and she has weird little like almost like shrek like horns coming out of her head like if you can kind of picture what shrek like horns look like yeah <laughs> and um loki recognizes this person immediately and her name is leia hmm. um when I did didn't get a comic book. Right? I was very thrilled to see somebody with my same name there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so so uh, Loki immediately was like, oh no. Oh no. Um, and and Leia informs them that, uh, you know, being, being a friend of Loki doesn't work out well for anybody. Uh, we cut back to the weird mother dimension where Teddy is being attacked by these weird panel tentacle things and um david actually is still with them prodigy is still is still with him and he's like oh shit and he says something in another mysterious language and throws up some hand symbols which uh scares the the, the mother parasite and he's like we gotta go before she realizes and uh <laughs> tommy's like well, you, you can do magic and uh or teddy's like you can do magic and, and he's like well i was once in a room with dr strange i can't actually do magic but i do know magic words and sometimes when extra dimensional beings hear these magic words, 
um, they get scared, even if it doesn't, even if it's not said by a magic user. Um, and so they're running from for their lives through this weird panel, white panel universe. Um, and he's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta run and hide. Um, you know, this is in, in prodigies, even like, this is kind of outside of my zone of expertise. And I don't, you know, and I, there's not a lot that's out of my zone of expertise, but I kind of don't know what to do. We just need to stay alive until somebody can come and help us. Um, and <clears throat> so, you know, he's like, okay, well, uh, you know, what happens if worse comes to worse? And Teddy's like, you know, we just, we, we just got to keep trying. Um, and David's like, no regrets. And uh, Teddy says, no regrets. And, and David's like, well, I wish I could say the same. And then turns and out of absolutely fucking nowhere kisses him. Oh my. Yeah. And so uh, there is, so, so Teddy is absolutely floored. He's like, uh, what's going on? And, and, and David's like, oh, we should get moving again before I die of embarrassment and just runs. And, and and Teddy's like Dave, David and you know and and he's just hoofing it. So too 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 busy running. Not gonna talk about what just happened. Bye. Yeah yeah, gotta go. <laughs> so um, I mean, we've all been there, right? How many oh, times? Oh god. <laughs> so uh, we cut back over to to the other half of the team who are in uh, this this new dimension with Leah and. America's like, well, who are you? And why is Loki crapping himself? And so this is, again, another character kind of from the journey into mystery run. Uh, she explains that she was basically left there. This is the beginning of time, essentially. And she was betrayed and abandoned by Loki um, and, and was put there. And uh, the young Avengers don't quite know what to do about this. And they're like, well, we, we could save you right and she's like nope you can't just leave me here with the rest of eternity it's fine oh yeah uh, okay yeah. are you sure <laughs> we, don't and, uh, we can't get you a bagel or anything like we know this <laughs> diner yeah um so loki explains to the rest of the team because they're like all right who the hell is that and she was she you know he explains you know basically i i arranged for her to be sent here um, to keep her safe from myself because I would have been very terribly bad for her. Um, and this is a partial truth. It doesn't really get addressed in this novel. Um, this actually, I believe, Josh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe this gets explained in Agent of Asgard. I believe so, yes. Okay. So we won't get into it here, but there is, uh, there's more of this particular plot line in a different book. Um, <clears throat> So Loki's like, okay, well, that was great. Um, we got to go. Let's go. And uh, encourages everybody to keep moving. Meanwhile, in the weird dimension, uh, David and, and uh, Teddy are trying to have a conversation while also being, uh, you know, hiding from this, this mother parasite. And David explains that, um, you know, he, he's very sorry, uh, but, he, you know, if they were going to die, he wanted to know what it was like to kiss teddy and teddy's like well i'm flattered and all but like i'm taken and he's like yeah well you know i, I kind of hope we do die now <laughs> i am so embarrassed um and teddy's like when are since when are you gay and um and david's like i'm i'm bi um and i've never told anybody that out loud i've never said it out loud and um this i, I just wanted to to basically to check before i die just to see if I could, you know, if that was, if that was right. Um, when, when his mutation uh, happened and, and, you know, 
absorbed all this knowledge um he got everything from everybody um but also this caused him to realize that he was bisexual um he describes it as as all the doors in his head all the rooms all all the doors were open um and he was actually a little jealous because um you know teddy is so good with billy um and they have such a seemingly perfect relationship where they really care about each other that you know who wouldn't want a piece of that um and he kind of reveals in a very roundabout way that he he does uh, he he does have or has had a crush on on teddy for a while um and that he kind of put that relationship on a pedestal and, and teddy's like look it's not perfect um you know we're we're happy with each other but we're not it's not the perfect relationship he has problems i have problems he's a reality warper i am a krellscree hybrid it is not as as perfect as it seems on the surface um you and also i controlled me i don't right. know and he does say he he's actually like, says that yeah he said he said I, I suspect he could be making me love him not even deliberately but he could be doing it oh. um and and david's like you know if i were you and 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 we got out of here okay you know i would I would get some space from him to kind of clear my head and see if I still had the same feelings. Um, that's what I would do if I were you. And so we cut back to the other half of the team now and they are, uh, they're still, they finally jumped away. Um, and so Loki's like, follow me. Um, I, I know where to go. Uh, let's go. And Billy's like, um, come on, we got to save my boyfriend right now. Um, meanwhile, in the weird dimension, the mother has arrived and she's pissed um she is ready to you know she comes up against both of them and is like you know what um you know you haven't introduced me to your friend but we have all the time in the world for that and then the little tentacles from the panel start coming out um and just as this happens uh you hear hi mrs aldman and the crew has arrived the rescue team has shown up there the america has kicked a hole into this dimension and they are here to save the day so um unfortunately there are uh, a lot of other uh friends that they have brought with them and uh <laughs> look he's like you know we fear they may be the bad influences we've heard so much about this pisses the mother off even more and now all the tentacles are coming after them trying to entangle uh all of these people and um so miss america tries to kick a hole out of the other dimension and uh <laughs> there's a huge there so like there's a there's a pretty big fight um where everybody's like trying to get at this mother but the mother is has got uh all these tentacles up and is ensnaring everyone and they managed to make it through the portal uh into earth and as they all kind of stand up after falling through this portal um patriot is there or the the weird patriot and he says tick tock tick tock and then disappears just uh, before they go through the last person through is kate and the mother parasite asks her when her birthday is and says a very special girl all grown up my side soon yeah yeah Ooh. um that will that will come on into play uh in in a little bit um <clears throat> so patriot disappears and uh of course america's like when i catch up with him i'm gonna kick his head into the, the fucking next dimension and uh david's like hang on wait a minute this guy has been making us chase him around um if he really wanted to hurt us or kill us he could have easily done that by leading us to a dimension that's like full of poison gas or lava or a vacuum or whatever 
Um, but he hasn't been doing that. Why? And so everybody just kind of takes a minute and they're like, oh, you know what? He's he's right. Um, we got to think about this. We got to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, and so they they are back now at, uh, or I'm sorry, they're not at the, the diner for a change. They're at a uh, like a Chinese restaurant or like noodle shop. And so they're, they're discussing, you know, what could possibly be going on with this. And um, Billy asks Loki, what the hell is going on with the Demiurge stuff? Because that didn't escape him and he's been thinking about it. Um, and Loki just casually informs him that he is a singular multidimensional messiah who will rewrite the rules of magic and all the implications of that decision are going to echo forward and backward across all realities. No big deal. Cool. <laughs> um and billy is floored by this and loki's like well yeah why do you think that the that the mother is so interested in you it's not because of your adorable floppy fringe um (laughs) (laughs) and um so you know america's like well you you know you could be the most important important person in reality but so could lots of people you know what's what's the big deal um after the noodles um they go on and uh Billy and Teddy are outside in the rain and they're kind of discussing a, a little bit of what they had talked about at the table, you know, about how um, Loki's supposed to be teaching Billy how to use this magic so that they can confront the mother and, and uh, you know, destroy her, send her back um, and, and stop chasing Patriot around because that's not getting them anywhere. And, um, you know, so Billy is like, you know what, um, you know, I'm actually optimistic about this. I think that we can do this. I can handle this. And Teddy is like, well, that means that you won't need me then. And then it all comes out. Um, he confesses to to Billy that, you know, he um, needs some space, basically, you know, that not they're not quite broken up, but like he needs to get away from him and, and uh, for a little bit. And Billy kind of understands, um, you know, he 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 asks Teddy to spend the night. And Teddy says no. And says, but he might change his mind. And then Billy's like, well, or maybe I'll change your mind. Oh, um, no. But not in a malicious way. Not in a malicious way. Okay. But just like, maybe, you know, like, like, because that's, that's what Teddy has been thinking, right? Like, he's like, oh, or, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll be the one that changes your mind. And, and like, he gets it. He understands. Um, and uh, Teddy, in the meantime, uh, we we cut over to uh, to Austin, Texas, and Teddy has been, actually been seeing a therapist, which is great, and I think that um, everybody should do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Teddy is talking to a therapist about like you know this breakup, and he's like, you know, I haven't left him. I just need to be away from him for a little while. It's the only way to really know, and um, you know, it's it's hard to find um, you know uh, like essentially therapists for superheroes because like you know that's that's tough and um you know the therapist is like hey look you're you're just concerned you know thankfully they won't you know um hold any grudges or anything like that like you're not you know you're 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 lucky you know there's there's so much this lifestyle can damage and um when we pull up to actually see who the therapist is it is leia but grown up leia or at least growner um she's still kind of young ish but old like an adult like young adult i would place her maybe 25 um and uh she's like oh you know it'll all turn out for the best you know we all get to write our own happy ending and so uh that's where that that that's where that issue ends um 
is that this therapist that he's been seeing, he obviously does not realize um, this is this is Loki's ex-girlfriend counterpart person. Um, so that's bad. So yeah, he uh, it has a lot to do with Journey into Mystery, which was a spin-out kind of of uh, Fear itself, but it was uh, another uh, uh, Kieran Gillen series. So Leia's is entirely a Kieran Gillen creation. Um, it has a lot to do with weird Asgardian stuff in history, but Loki basically wrote her into existence. Yeah. And then it, abandoned her. It's, it's, it's very complicated. Yeah. Like literally yeah. like, I hate doing this, but like see, see the entire comic run of Kieran Gillen's journey into mystery for more. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, specifically the fear itself part. Yes. Um, so we, we start issue 10 in the mother's universe and uh, there is a, dialogue box that is telling us about um what the mother kind of does um she she basically uh is she sets out lures um in illusion lures to to get people to uh come to her and so that she can consume them um about three quarters of the way through this the mother notices the dialogue box grabs it off of the corner of the top left hand as it's saying no no please for god's sake please don't do this um it don't don't let it end like this etc and she takes the dialogue box and eats it oh god so um yeah uh loki has broken the fourth wall and now the mother is eating the fourth wall yes yes Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. cool yeah um as she finishes up eating the dialogue box she turns around uh and scolds a what is essentially a construct of kid loki standing in like a protective circle um and uh loki is like hey look you know um i'm not stepping out of this circle um you know please don't please don't hold an unfair grudge against me i delivered everything i promised and i did it to the letter and we have a brief flashback here where uh kid loki is kind of hunched over a sleeping billy essentially whispering some suggestions into his ear about how um you know maybe what you can do to get things right with with teddy is um you know maybe you could find his mother and um and that'll help him so much um you could easily do it you're so powerful um if you do this he'll love you for it and billy sleepily is like oh yeah you're right you're so right you know and and goes back to sleep so loki has been behind this the whole time um loki reminds the mother that he followed the spell to the letter and uh it's not his fault that somebody interfered with it which is pretty hilarious because the person who interfered with it was loki um oh loki exactly it was a magical deal he followed it to the letter he didn't say that nobody was going to interfere with it he certainly didn't say that he wasn't going to interfere with it um and so you know they're 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 having a bit of a disagreement uh over the deal that they've made and as they're talking she transforms into a number of different women and it's kind of difficult to tell whether they are so one of them is um a uh not Laufey. Um, God, I can't remember his mother's name, but it's the it's the mother of Loki, the uh, the frost giant that is that is his mother. Uh, she turns. She she looks like him. She looks like uh, probably like I'm guessing these are all Loki variants um, or Loki mother variants, really, um, because they look different in every panel. 
Um, so Loki suggests a, a game of questions, uh, a game of three questions, no lies, no logical impossibilities, play the game as straight as you're able. Um, and so he, uh, so, so the mother asks, you know, what do you want with Billy? What is, what is the big deal with Billy? Um, and Loki lets her know that, uh, you know, he's the, he's the demi, the demiurge. He, uh, controls the, the past and the future of magic to control him is to define everything. He's far too important to be left in the care of anybody other than Loki. Um, and uh, she has, she, <clears throat> so he asks her, you know, did you influence the um, dimension that I dropped into when I escaped? And, you know, she said, no, you know, but how, how is stealing Billy's power going? And he is like, well, you know, it's just a certain place and a certain time that I'm looking for. I, you know, I, I can't, uh, I can't steal all of his power. Um, it's not enough to just steal it, but I want everything. And I want to be able to rewrite this myself. Um, but even if I couldn't get that accomplished, even ju like just taking his power would be enough. Like, I'd be happy with that. I would, I would, you know, cash out and be done. Um, and you know, she, he asks her, uh, did the Patriot choose the dimension we ended up in? And she says, no, he didn't. And, uh, then she asks him what you feel, what is it that you feel guilty about? And Loki replies everything. And in this particular panel, you see both him and the alternate, um, one in green and one in blue. And that's very telling. Um, so he asks, okay, well, who's the Patriot? And mother replies, I haven't a clue. And, uh, she crows about how she thinks she won and um he's like no you could have you know i could tell you everything it wouldn't make a difference um you know you can't come back to earth unless we go back to new york or uh cross paths with any of our parents so you're kind of stuck here you're not really a threat anymore no big deal um even if i told you everything it it wouldn't make a difference and i uh, you know i asked the answers or i asked the questions that interested me um i've i've played you I didn't really care about your answers. No big deal. Um, Billy is with me. Billy, trust me. Uh, you know, good luck out there and dips. And uh, the mother, he, he disappears. The mother is still there. And the mother's like, well, at least he's interested in you. And she's talking to Patriot again. Um, and Patriot tells her that she asks him, you know, what's on your mind? And he just replies, denial. And she's like, well, you know, you, you don't tell me anything ever um you're being frustrating um and you have no protection so i'm going to eat and she goes to he reaches out towards her and she goes to touch him and then is like wait a minute no this is some kind of trap and patriot replies one no one escapes and then just sort of turns into mist and disappears as he does this the mother's like oh my god will i ever get any peace and leia appears and she has uh come to the mother to talk about loki um and she's she's uh she's like you know he's a he's a creature of lies i will i will make him understand the truth and the mother is very into this she's like oh great sounds good how can i help um so we flash back to teddy now and teddy is in the process of attempting to write an email to billy except he can't quite get any words out um leia adult leia is there um and is like hey are you done you know um you know maybe you know oh, it seems like you can't get this out. Like maybe, uh, maybe it's, it's okay. You know, don't, don't even, don't even bother writing him. Like it's, it might be too much, you know, it's for the best. Um, just, you know, come take a walk with me. And so she leads him to this, um, this group therapy session or what he thinks is a group therapy. Session. 
um, and it's down in the basement of, of, of this building. And when he gets in, it is filled with some very unusual characters. Um, there is uh, the aforementioned uh, Oubliette, the Exterminatrix, Patriot, um, a character known as Ultimate Nullifier, um, and a couple other folks. Um, so immediately he, 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 you know, hulks out for all intents and purposes and is like, Patriot, where's Tommy? What have you done with him? And Patriot just replies, denial. Um, and Leia tries to get the group therapy session back on track. So she's like, all right, um, let's all talk about our bad relationships in the past. Oh no. <laughs> and so, um, so, you know, this is everybody, this is Teddy. He's got a problem with Wiccan. Um, he might be under mind control, or he could even be a creature that, uh, that, that Wiccan has essentially, you know, wished into being solely for his pleasure. Um, you know, probably not on purpose, but that doesn't make it any less terrifying. Right, everyone? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what um, kind of coffee do you think is served at this meeting? And... <laughs> yikes not enough not enough not enough in the world um so there there are three of uh novar's exes in here who are here to be uh to, to complain about him um and uh again one of them being Ubliad, who will come into play a little bit later um uh the ultimate nullifier is a character that i frankly i've not encountered before or since i don't josh have you ever seen this character before no okay um but this this kind of stinks of space marvel which i generally do not go to that often yeah it is important i I do find it interesting that this obliette lady keeps showing up in things that we do for this show i know it's weird for 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 being like an f-list character she's shown up twice so far yeah Uh, (laughs) but uh, the ultimate nullifier is kind of dressed in a vaguely captain america e sort of uh, not even uniform, but clothing. Like he's got a baby blue shirt with the star on it. Like he, he's got white blonde hair that's kind of spiky. Um, he, he may very well be part of Space Marvel, but he looks kind of like Captain America. I don't really know what his deal is. Um, yeah, I, I'm guessing he's from a multiverse thing um, yeah. where the ultimate nullifier, which is a machine. <laughs> is a person instead. Is a person, yeah. <laughs> Although he does bring up the, uh, the negative relationship zone, which yes. I think fantastic uh yes uh, so he he his beef is actually with with miss america um who was on his team before yeah. for a couple of years and then um get, kissed him after the last mission and then never followed up on that so he's pissed that he has been left in the negative relationship zone oh i totally cheated and looked him up he was in teen brigade oh okay six yeah, i'm not i'm not familiar with him at all I'm Neither more familiar with like the ultimate nullifier being a machine. <laughs> Same. Um, and so, uh, so, so, so Leia's like, hey, look, you know, we've all been wronged by everybody on this team. You know, there's so much to avenge. You know, how do you feel about being a, a, a young Avenger? And he's like, you guys are fucking nuts. You're all a bunch of weird stalkers. Um, nobody's done anything wrong. Um, you know, like Novar, yes, he's a horny himbo from outer space, but he's not, it's not a crime. Uh, <laughs> like, um, you know, and, and, and he's like, you know, and he says as something that I actually think is really, uh, important, uh, hurt feelings isn't a reason to hurt people. And, um, there's a moment, there's like a, like a pause 
And then Leia's like, you know what? I'm, I'm really disappointed. You know, after all of the sessions we've had together, you're still under Billy's spell. Um, and, and he's like, good, you know, I'm leaving and, and attempts to leave. And he walks out the door and walks right back into the room. And uh, Leia informs him that he's walked into a magic circle. And, um, you know, yeah, he can still leave, but he's just going to keep coming back. Um, and the liar is the teammate that, 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 that made this all necessary. And then she kind of turns and then you see that mother is in the room. And now Te- Teddy is being uh, covered in this putty stuff and everybody's going after him. Because Teddy uh, went into the circle in Austin, came out in New York. Yeah. So now um, there is somebody so... in New York. And, and now come back. Yep. So that is that is how that issue ends. Um, so we start issue 11 at the Citadel Rising of Lord Elric the Pretheist, um, which is, he's just some kind of weird looking Crypt Keeper, keeper guy. Um, most of the team is, is there kicking ass. Um, and uh, they leave and Loki's like, hey, wait a minute. And, you know, they're, they're just kind of chit-chatting uh, amongst themselves about like, hey, let's get a burger or whatever. And uh, Loki's like, yeah, wait. And then his finger starts bleeding. Um, and he says because one of his alarms are going. Um, so he reaches for his phone and calls Teddy and, and leaves him a voicemail. Basically, it's like, you know, I hope you haven't done something stupid like going to New York. And instead of, uh, you know, hanging up, he hears on the other line, it's Leia. And um, Leia's like, oh, Teddy's here with us. He just doesn't want to talk right now and then hangs up on him. Oh. So, uh, yeah, that's that's bad. Um, or no, I'm sorry. She doesn't hang up on him. Uh, he, he, uh, he realizes very quickly, um, you know, that, that, uh, Teddy is in, or that Leia's in, uh, the home dimension of the mother. He's like, I'm impressed with how good cell, with, with, with the good cell reception you're getting there. What carrier are you on? Um, <laughs> and Leia lets him know, um, that, uh, that the, the, the mother's pissed, um, and all of the the weird mayfly dimensions that they've been traveling through before and, and fighting through um, in the last arc, um, those she she will unleash them on on the earth, um, and the adults will not notice that all of the kids now are uh, are are evil, and they'll decide that all the, the kids have always been evil, um, and. Um, and that's that's gonna be that like that's mother's plan. He's she's got a bunch of these evil dimensions ready to go, and she's gonna unleash them on Earth. Um, and Leia's letting it happen because she's pissed at Loki for at the beginning of time. So Loki's like, "Hey guys, we gotta get back on the ship. Um, I got something to talk to you guys about. Um, the mother has Hulkling, and um, she's got access to this dimension now, and she will come for us and kill us and ruin reality forever." Um, and so Billy is like, well, um, let me just go. Plan B myself. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's like, Hey, you know what? If I kill myself, it'll solve everything. It'll cancel the spell, you know, um, and, uh, and whatnot. And, and Loki is like, Hey, look, I'm sorry. I lied. Um, I was manipulating you into loaning your power. Uh, it's not going to solve anything. Um, you know, if there was a solution that easy, I would take it. And Billy, bless him, just punches him right across the face. Good. Which, which is great. Um, and there's a moment, uh, you know, Kate goes to comfort him. And of course, America's pissed. Everybody's got their backs turned on him. And, and Loki's like, Hey, look, I think we got to advance the backup plan. And Kate's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, so backup plan for Loki is to 
essentially is accelerate his growth. So the Loki that we have now, which is kid Loki, needs to grow up um, and become like a teen, um, essentially. So he's kind of, Josh, would you say that he is kind of a pre-adult agent of Asgard? Like, Yeah, so the, the idea behind this is that um, kid Loki in his form cannot hold all of Billy's power. Um, you know, which he's had it before, but he really couldn't access as much. And in order to unravel the spell, um, because Loki has the knowledge of how to, um, of how to unravel the spell, but not the power, um, they're going to need to accelerate his age so that he is at a point where he can hold Billy's power. So he'd have to be about the same age. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Because I feel like an agent of Asgard, he was slightly older, but not much older, like early twenties. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, they 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 basically they perform or they they allow Loki to perform this spell. Um. And Billy helps um to accelerate his growth to 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 grow him up. And when we next see Loki, he is now a teen like the rest of. Um. Yay. <laughs> More fucked up choices. Yay um kids are growing up too fast these days uh, <laughs> so um now that he's grown however there's a problem loki doesn't seem to have his power um and america chavez tests this theory by punching him yes <laughs> yep all the punches give him all the punches and um you know if, and and loki's like hey look I'm, I'm not lying to you i don't have i don't have my power uh, which then causes Billy to be like, "Fine, I'll go. I'll go save Teddy myself." Um, and Loki's trying to talk him out of it. He's like, "I got two better plans." Um, and Billy is like, "Absolutely not. I don't trust you. Um, you know, let me just do this myself." And uh, <laughs> Loki's like, "Well, you know, that's good because the second plan involves you growing up fast." Uh. Um, and uh, Novar, meanwhile, is sitting in his underwear on the spaceship doing what looks like i feel like i feel like he was well you'll see uh <laughs> oh no <laughs> so kate is, Bitch like, is texting his exes yes yeah sounds about he's yep. he's he you know he's like kate comes in and is like hey what are you doing and he's like oh i was just checking the news and she's like okay well you know get get ready to suit up it's gonna be hero clock soon and sure enough, he pulls the panel back up and there's a there's a bunch of messages from his exes on what looks to be like a the sort of semi-Facebook or Instagram thing. Like, just saw your, po- your, your pictures, you know, your beard looks so hot, you know. Um, and somebody else is like, oh, you know, you're back on Earth. You want to hook up? Like, it um, is heavily implied that Oubliette sent him nudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, to, yeah, because she says, check out the album I just let you access. At least one of us is still looking good. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Power move. <laughs> and he's like, oh, gosh, what should I do? And then, you know, America's like, hey, we're leaving in 10 minutes. Get ready. And so in a moment of brilliant existential teenage crisis, uh, Novar decides that the only recourse to this is to shave off his sadness beard or whatever the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he shaves it off everybody's like oh you look much better <laughs> um so they, they so loki explains to them that that uh you know um most of of billy's power is wrapped up in this spell that's gotten fucked up 
um that's that's now in the hands of of mother because she has um so in order to fix this billy has to become more powerful so that he can free him and free everybody else so he needs to become the demiurge um and what this basically the demiurge is basically like a magic messiah um and loki's like you know well he can at least he doesn't have to choose to be it but he maybe get close to doing it while we rescue teddy and um you know at best it'll tear the entire spell apart and it'll end it forever but um if he if he goes full demiurge basically he will fuck up uh or, or rework the, cl- the the clockwork of the universe or explode it so anything could happen he could choose to do anything because he will have so much reality bending power that it's really hard to tell if anybody will survive um and uh of course naturally they're all concerned about like whether or not he's ready to do something like this um but um david points out that uh you know because kate's like hey you know she's got an army of of basically the the bad us you know like the the like negative us um so how how are we going to get through and david's like hey look um i texted a bunch of our old friends and um you know because adults can't see this problem i texted a bunch of teen superheroes and asked them for help um because we didn't you know initially we we didn't ask them for help because we were afraid that it was going to make things much worse but this is kind of the the end game here and you know we did we need help basically um the grown-ups will not do anything for us it has to be the kids um kate then brings up that she it's nearly her birthday she's almost 21 um she's run half a dozen pregnancy tests to make sure that she's not a parent uh so that she can't just be controlled but if she's concerned that if she's too old um she's going to essentially infect it uh novar then t- points out that he's 21 and he's fine oh. uh, so you know you're you're as old as and loki's like hey look you trust me you're as old as you feel i know um america chavez instructs everybody to save their midlife crises for the after party and they take off meanwhile in the mother convention the mother has turned uh teddy into a weird tentacle looking chair he is very clearly not having a good time in fact his face is one of the only recognizable body parts he has left next to exactly one hand and he is clearly screaming in horror um the mother is waiting for everybody to uh to show up and that is where we end issue 11 she has turned teddy into a weird tentacle chair and is like all right let's go do this meanwhile central park new york is where we start off our next issue and there is a big square with it's it's basically a, a doorway to another dimension that looks like it's like one of those um like the the comic book dots what am i uh i'm totally dysnomic and i'm forgetting what they're called um, oh um oh god what's it's a style yes and i can't think of what it is i can't pop, think of pop art yeah pop art yeah um and the, the the parents and the uh and and the negative uh ones are here uh the negative superheroes are here um and so they've just stepped out of of this dimension into central park um and they have they've come to <laughs> they've they've come to warn everybody captain america is even under their sway and um which i'm not sure how i you know so okay he's still an adult yeah he's not a parent but not a parent remember the parents are not so the parents are if you're a parent um you're completely mind controlled if you're just an adult like you you have like a a, basically a blindness to this so like i feel like what this is trying to express is that even though they're 
um, they're trying to explain the situation to Captain America, he like legitimately can't see or understand what it is. Oh, okay. Um, because he's just too old. Um, and he's like, okay, kids, like, you know, this is this, it seems like you just have some conflict with your parents. Maybe just try talking to them over a nice hearty glass of milk, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Billy's like, you know what, never mind. We're sorry for wasting your time. Uh, whatever. Good luck out there. Bye. Um, and so, you know, Kate's like, look, I, I, I don't know why you thought this would work, Billy. And he's like, well, I had to try. Um, so all of these teen superheroes, um, have, have now assembled in Central Park. Um, there are what appears to be several X-Men. Um, I, I can pick out Dazzler Mystique, question mark? Um, uh, Nocturne. Oh, okay. uh, Nightcrawler's daughter. Oh, okay. See, a lot of these are newer, and I don't oh, really yeah. know who they are. Oh, there's... Um, mm. Although one that I'll say for sure that I love that she's in this is Lucy in the Sky. Oh, nice. <laughs> she was, uh, uh, part of the runaways okay okay um so yeah so that's they're getting ready uh meanwhile in mother's uh mother's dimension uh patriot warns leia that they are coming um and she's like yeah yeah you've been saying that all the time um you are a weird dude what is your deal and patriot just you know gives her some more non-answers uh in the form of you know tick tock tick tock i'm what you can't outrun and she gets frustrated um Novar's exes uh including specifically Oubliette are like hey we're gonna kill that dude when he shows up here um and uh she's like yeah me first uh <laughs> <laughs> and as so so we cut over to Novar who is looking at pictures of her on his phone while Kate is talking to him like hey you ready to go <laughs> and uh He's like, you know, I was, I, I, basically he tells her I was born ready, but really, no, literally, um, I emerged from my genetic womb prepared for conflict. Um, you know, um, I'm a little nervous, but otherwise fine. Um, meanwhile, um, Billy, <laughs> there's a wonderful line here. So Billy is, is getting ready to, to do his magic and Loki says to him, um, you must be our wannabe Buddha wrapped up tight in spandex. You must be Odin on the world tree. You must be Scott Pilgrim at the end of the film. <laughs> and as somebody who really, who, who absolutely loves uh, Scott Pilgrim, that just tickled me to no end. Um, but Billy says the book was better. And yeah. this isn't it always. Uh, for more on this, see the graphically novel episode on Scott Pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, you know what? It's funny. Like when you guys did that, I thought about asking to be the guest and I was like, first of all, I can't manipulate every single episode and just appear for every single one of them. And second, you would not get me to shut up about Scott Pilgrim. So <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Jen's daughter Ash on that one and she is like a mega fan. So that was, yeah, that was a fun episode to do. That's excellent. That's excellent. One of these days I'll talk to her about it. We'll just, we'll just speak yes. out uh, with one another <laughs> and that would be great. <laughs> um so they're getting ready to prepare for for this spell and and david's like hey look is, isn't there anything else that we can do you know i i you know i i there's got to be some other thing we can and loki's like you know all we can do is just kind of look after him. um he's the only one that can do this um he can hold off the mother or break the spell um and if you you know we'll rescue teddy um and we'll hook up with everybody else and and defeat all the uh multiple dimension people um, you know, Billy, of course, is like, well, sure, you know, what can, what could possibly go wrong? Um, and uh, Loki's like, well, you know, if it, if it works too well and you lose control, like, everybody will die. 
Um, and, and America Chavez is like, hey, just don't fuck it up, kid. With tears in her eyes, she says, tears, don't fuck it up. With tears in her eyes. Because um, she's she's a tough bitch, but she's she's got feelings. Um, Proud of you, champ. Proud of you. <laughs> um, but as they go off, uh, you know, he and America are, are, are talking about, you know, um, she's like, you know, we got to stop lying to, about about if he kills himself this this will go away because that's not um and loki's like no this you know he can't die this this story has a happier ending um and america basically threatens him and been like you know it better it fucking better in the mother dimension um the uh portal has finally been breached, and so um the the description that's given for the location is the worst of all possible worlds invasion of earth prognosis a knockoff converse sneaker stomping on the human face forever oh um, and so there is there's a lot of chaotic fights uh fight scenes so it's it's the thin spandex line which is our last best hope for not being all doomed and stuff um <laughs> very big scott pilgrim vibes yes yep. <laughs> um meanwhile so the rest of the team uh is prepares to uh step through the star-shaped portal and uh and at that moment leia looks up and looks directly at the at the viewer at uh, the reader and says and then the young avengers attacked which is exactly what happens um they go after uh then their negative selves uh mother is then immediately tries to go after uh billy because billy is now growing in power and she wants that it's tasty um kate and david decide to go after uh teddy so they're they're going to try to rescue him um they uh <laughs> they're also fighting the exes and whatnot so we have the the evil ex brigade um again very scott pilgrim um kate's like you couldn't have kept it in your pants for five seconds Novar. <laughs> like what yeah. um and uh the the ultimate nullifier is like hey you know you you kissed me you just left time to time to you know kiss your powers goodbye blah 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 and america is like i'm not on your team dumbass <laughs> <laughs> because she's not i mean like it's like look i'm a lesbian bud like like, like no point being mad at me about it um so you don't own me don't put your uh <laughs> exactly. read the ethical slot you don't own her like like and furthermore like she kissed a boy one time and was like you know what being not straight for isn't for me <laughs> thanks no thanks i'll have the other menu bye exactly <laughs> um sometimes some genders taste like right and some genders taste like malort <laughs> oh but i'm oh god malort i sighed i'm a terrible bartender i do not like fernet i am firmly firmly <laughs> ensconced in team malort love it it tastes like grapefruit and rage oh man I, I taste like bad decisions and Nazi tears. Yeah, it's not good. Nazi oh, tears God. are delicious. Make Nazis cry. Drink Malort. Okay, okay, all right. You know what? If I, I did it. I did it. at one point say out loud that it tasted like racism feels. <laughs> the entire table of people that I was with pointed out the the mixed couple right behind us that I did not see oh, that no. were not part of our conversation. Oh no! Oh so, yeah! Oh no! Oh like, no. It's okay, it's okay. I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Puerto <Sorta> Rican. <laughs> Lord. So uh 
Um, so evil exes. Evil so yeah, the, the right. evil exes are attacking. Uh, the mother is going straight for Billy. It's a bad time for everybody. Uh, David correctly uh, infers with all of his uh, galactic knowledge that uh, the, the, the Billy is in quote deep crap. Um, and uh, as as this fighting is going on, uh, Leia approaches Loki and is like, "Hey, remember that thing you told Teddy about how?" You know, just a little bit of a whim is all that it takes for reality warpers powers to go astray and, um, you know, without even realizing it, one can summon their darkest desires and he realizes that his power is with Leia. She has. And his conscience reminds him that he really is his own worst enemy and a guilty conscience is a terrible thing. And so she is closing in on him and that is where we end at issue 13. Or I'm sorry, where we, where we end issue 12, begin issue 13. Um Meanwhile, back in Central Park, um, all of the Mayfly Dimension creatures that we encountered a while back are now attacking New York. So weird uh, robots, spider head thing, things that look like green demons, uh, a bunch of other assorted nonsense. Um, and the teens are, are trying to hold them back, but they're, they're like, hey, you know, um, one of them is like, hey, we should try to get the Avengers in the line. And one of the other teens is like, hey, look, we can't. They, they can't see it. They, they do not realize it is happening. Like all this fighting is invisible to them basically um you know we gotta we gotta hold the line while uh while while the young avengers uh finish this up and um the uh in the mother dimension um loki and leia are going at it um Oubliette and novar are going at it um except fighting fighting to be specific because uh not going at it but speaking of going at it uh Oubliette, as they're fighting is like hey um, you know, if we make it out of here, don't you want what we had back? You know, it was the best time of our lives. You know, you know it, I know it. Um, and Novar turned Kate was like, hey, Kate, we need to talk. And she's like actively shooting things. Um, there's a fight going on. And he's like, hey, I like you a lot, but, you know, I got to go. Um, that my ex is the girl of my dreams. Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Mid-fight breakup. Mid-fight breakup. And Kate, of course, is like, you know, I would have respected you if you said you were doing it for an extra pair of hands. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, the ultimate nullifier, meanwhile, is taking shots at Miss America. And this is important because he points out that uh, he says, you're too good at dodging me, girl. You can do this all day, which, of course, Miss America. Um, so <laughs> um, he hits her with the nullifying ray. And well, he goes to shoot Loki, and she jumps. He goes. Out. He goes to shoot Loki, and and hits actually. It hits her with the nullifying ray. She she kind of steps in between them, uh, which takes her powers away. Um, but it does not prevent her from kicking him directly in the balls. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "Yep, turns out my strength is gone for now because Earth doesn't suddenly have two tiny hairy moons." So um, Loki, meanwhile, is trying to talk to America, to, to, to America and, and America's like, look, if we don't save each other, we, we can't do anything. So Loki takes a deep breath and screams, listen, um, and tells everybody that basically, uh, I'll just read directly what he says because it'll make a lot more sense. The Loki whose body this was, he managed to change to be good, to be a better part. I killed him and took over, basically. It's complicated. It involved a whole lot of manipulation in the same way I've been manipulating you in the start. I made, I made a deal with Mother. I betrayed her. I kept you all dancing along as I improvised a tune. If Billy is going to rewrite the rules of magic, I wanted to control the dance steps. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do it so desperately. This is all my fault. 
and David in the background is like, I knew he was guilty. <laughs> Thank you, David. <laughs> and Leia's like, good, the truth is out. Doesn't that feel better? And then just kind of disappears. And then around them, the other uh, evil exes start disappearing as well. Um, Novar goes to talk to Kate and is like, um, Kate, I, and she's like, just rescue Teddy. Just don't, don't fucking talk to me. Um, good on her. <laughs> and, uh, Loki's kind of curled up in the fetal position on the ground and he's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the murderer Loki. I'm the murder weapon Loki. I'm the copy, the old Loki made to wait, to lie and wait for his innocent self. I'm not the murderer. I'm just identical to him. I had no choice. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, in America now is is looking down at him and is like, all right, and her fist is clenched and, and Loki's like, just, you know, end it before I can talk my way out of it. And there's a pause and she's like, no, I'm not going to make anything easier. Leaves him alone. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just- exactly. Yeah, it's it's easy to go on and off the Loki team on a pretty regular. Like he's trying his best, but his best isn't very good. <laughs> or his worst did its best and rewrote the best and now the worst is in control so how about some applesauce everybody yeah pretty much so uh the last thing that they have to deal with now is is patriot who is standing over by the uh the the chair that has been made out of of teddy um and he uh all he says is what you can't outrun and then loki immediately is like oh my god teddy is a chair he unchairs him um and teddy is returned back to his normal state and of course he's horrified he's like oh my god oh my god that oh my god that was terrible oh my god oh my god that was the worst um and uh loki informs them that you know they because they're they want to leave um kate's like we got to get out of here and loki's like hey look um we can try but it's not going to do any good um because billy is still fighting with the mother um he's trapped and she's going to get everything she wants um and and eat it because he did not go full demi urge um and David suggests that, that Teddy go to, and Teddy's like, hey, look, it's not going to make a difference. Uh, I can't give him anything, whatever. Um, and David's like, look, here's the deal. Even if it is entirely could have you know, created you whole cloth uh, and wished you into existence, basically. Um, but who cares? Um, your love is as real as anything I've ever seen. And um you know he says something really beautiful where he's like look a magical power someone else has over you for no reason you can really justify it cascades through you until every cell calls out for his touch what do you think love and teddy is is like well hell dude why didn't you say that before and um david just replies i wanted to know what that felt like it's very like i feel for david i really do i was david so many times i know me too bud oh <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> to, to which the not patriot thing pops up and is like, yeah. "What you can't out?" And David's like, yeah. "Shut the fuck up!" Done <laughs> <laughs> with you. Yeah, like like if you don't have anything useful to say, be quiet. Um, and, and so he turns back to to Teddy and is like, "Just go to him before it's too late." Teddy does, um, and and Teddy meets back up with Billy. And, um, and Billy's like, you know, mother has, has essentially sent uh, hallucinations and visions to me before trying to get me to leave this protective circles. Um, and she attempted you before, but she couldn't get the details right. How are you here? Um, and Teddy's like, hey, it was Loki. Uh, you know, the, uh, he got it back when he confessed everything. He was manipulating all of us. Um, but I don't care if he was lying, we're not. And he pulls Billy to his feet and gives him 
beautiful universe opening kiss and behind him um beautiful like there's a star shape um with like entire galaxies in it it's a it's difficult to describe but it is worth looking at it's a, one of the most beautiful panels um and uh you know and, and teddy's like hey that's you know she's the, the mother is not my mom i know you wanted to help and he's like yeah i, I realize that i'm sorry i gotta i gotta fix this loki is watching from below it's like Ugh, is love really gonna save us all <laughs> and uh america god bless her is like of course it is anyone who thinks otherwise gets stomped into paste david says i'm happy for them they make a lovely couple and patriot comes in with the uh to interrupt him with denial oh rude very rude and uh and, and david's like please please be quiet um so billy is now gone essentially full demiurge um what happens next over this the, the series of panels is just um again the art style here being very fourth wall breaking it's it's billy holding up his hands are like galaxies and he is holding up a series of panels where mother is disappearing um all of these negative uh universe creatures are going away all the the, the negative superheroes are going away and he is realizing the scope of true power um he is truly the demiurge and he can do literally anything um he is past present future he is he is you know the 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 future and the past um and at one point he says it's like cradling cradling all reality in arms um he has all the power and the responsibility to use it but the responsibility and know how to use the power um and in one of the panels and this is very interesting he says oh it's tempting but do i really want kids oh no but this is kind of an allusion to his mother his own mother right because mm -hmm. that's how wanda got him and his brother is she just created them whole cloth so um but he could do the same if he wants. he's just as powerful um he's like no you know what i don't know quite what i'm doing yet i'm going to go back to my body and and he does and uh and they are they are in the mother dimension now um and he's like so did we win did we win and Loki's like, uh, check it out over there. And the rest of the team is still fighting all these like negative thems. Um, and <laughs> America's like, hey, listen up. The lady is gone. The spell is gone. You're all by yourselves. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> go. Basically, she's like, go home, or, you know, or if you want to persist, we'll fucking kill you. Either way, get lost. And they all decide to leave. And she's like, good call. Um, and they walk through one of the panels now back in um in in central park and um billy's like was that was that what i was supposed to do <laughs> and america's like well it was a good warm-up um kate gives novar back his bow um and is like here this is yours um billy's parents are now back to me they are also in the park and they're like you know son what's going on what have we been fighting about um and billy's like hey these are my friends you know you know kate and teddy but this is america novar he's an alien david and etc um and they go to introduce loki and loki is gone loki is actually watching them from kind of hiding uh up uh, atop a cloud and uh even says out loud he um so that's where that issue ends so now um as issue 14 uh begins we are in kate's bedroom on new year's eve 2013 she's getting ready to go out um she looks absolutely stunning and walks out not novar but america chavez um who is not dressed up um and uh she takes her to a new year's eve party and the new year's eve party is just a bunch of of superheroes just having a good time 
in an unspecified location, probably an alternate dimension. Um, it, there's there's just a full-on rager going on. Um, so 11.45 p.m., Wiccan and Hulkling are hanging out, having a fruit juice beverage, um, which they go to great lengths to uh, state is not spiked with alcohol, but people are acting like they're drunk. Um, he steps, uh, Teddy, or Billy steps away to uh, to get another drink and runs into David, who wants to talk to him. And David is like, hey, um, I'm really sorry that I kissed your boyfriend. It was kind of scummy of me. Um, you know, I, I just hope that you, and Billy's like, well, it's cause you jump into bed with him. If I was off the scene, he's like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, David then is like, Hey, look, I think I saw something off. I gotta go, uh, go back to the party, go have fun. And, and Billy has a moment of doubt, you know, after, after he's left, he's looking at, at, at Teddy from across the way and he's like, well, you know, maybe, uh, maybe David would be better for him and really selfish and whatever. And, uh, America Chavez interrupts him and is like, hey, look, you know, you're never gonna, you, you're never gonna be anybody but yourself. Um, you know, we, we save the world every single day we choose to, and we crap all over it every day we don't. You're Billy fucking Kaplan. Own it. And dips. Um, Teddy then goes back to, uh, to Billy and they're kind of uh, chit-chatting about how, you know, it's, it's kind of a, the start of a serious discussion. Like, you know, uh, like, hey, look, I wish you'd told me about what you were scared of earlier, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, Teddy's like, hey, look, they're playing our song. Let's go. And leads him out to the dance floor. And there's a very sweet moment um, where he tells, he tells Teddy, I could never dream you up. I could never have imagined loving anyone like I love you. It's impossible. And it's very cute. And I just love this comic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just getting a little verklempt. Um Miss America, meanwhile, we cut back to her. Uh, some kind of sand creature has asked rock, her to dance. Rock slide. He's a mutant. Okay. He's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> he asked her to dance, and she's like, get fucked. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so it turns out that when America Chavez was growing up, she idolized Billy Kaplan. Billy Kaplan was a superhero in her universe. He was the demiurge. And that was who she wanted to be when she grew up. Um, created the universe that she lived in called, called the Utopian Parallel. Everything there is perfect all the time. And um, she looked up to him um, and she flew off basically the kid um, to find him. And that's what. Um, and now, you know, now she knows Billy and she works with Billy. Um, and she wanted to be, you know, it says I wanted to be like her moms and, and Billy and everyone else who inspired her. Um, she was a fangirl of Billy Kaplan. Um, and she's now she's met him, the man who meant everything to her, the one who's responsible for her even existing, and he's an idiot like the rest of us. <laughs> Never meet your idols, people. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh we, we meet back up with Kate now. It's three minutes to midnight, and Novar is there. Uh is like, hey, happy new year. And of course, like this this himbo, like he's got doesn't even he's not even wearing a shirt. He's just standing there with his long, the low slung pants, looking hot like a jerk. <laughs> and so he tries to, to chat Kate up and he's like, oh, you know, how was your birthday? How's things going for you? Um, and she's like, no, you know, you, you've lost your small talk privileges, um, you know. And she really does give him a, you know, not upset, just disappointed. Um, and she calls him Marvel Boy. And, and like, he oh. tries to correct her. <laughs> and she's like no definitely marvel boy 
Um, and, uh, you know, she lets them know, like, you know, that you had, you had the girl of your dreams and you were so, you know, in your own head about it that you, you lost her and didn't notice. Um, and as she's done giving this final speech, instead of triumphantly walking away, she is abruptly grabbed by a very loud and very excited Tommy, who's like, hey, keep the shop, let's dance, on. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta move on, girl, we gotta go, come on, right. keep up. And he's, she's like, wait, what are you doing? How are you here? And he's he replies, sorry, I can't hear you over my awesome dancing. <laughs> and so she just, she makes a decision like, you know what, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to trouble myself with this. I, I'm just going to go with it. And, uh, and so they end up dancing and, and kissing at midnight. Um, and it's very sweet. Um, and that's where that issue ends. So this is the very last uh, issue, issue 15, the wrap Before up. we start it, though, it is important to point out that there is an after-party playlist that Kieran Gillen has put together yes. and posted on yes. a page for yep. you to know what songs are playing at this party. And it is everything from Amy Winehouse to Stevie Wonder to ABBA to the Four Tops, Daft Punk, Churches, Lit, Kim Wilde, LCD Sound System. Like, it is all over the place it's so i have the omnibus for young avengers and he actually put it in the back of the book oh okay um, it's on spotify yeah which is great it's great and i actually I, I followed him on i was following him on tumblr actually while this uh was being written and he would post periodically character profiles and the songs that go with them which oh i my love god um <laughs> so yeah it was it was totally cool um but yeah so this is the after party uh Novar is there he is he is DJing um and uh he is not D oh no I'm sorry he's not DJing he's he is like attempting to assist the DJ but the DJ is DJing and yes. I love him <laughs> so he's in his own head about shit and he's like you know just been trying to trying to do my best and you know I, I I've, I've just been like out there conquering stuff and doing you know high high action shit and um you know but Kate was really great but you know um Oubliette was the last time my life made sense and I wanted to get that back um but now I realize that that's that that was a mistake because um as he says time travel is impossible because the time traveler has changed that's basic multi-dimensional cadet theory how laughable and pitiful you have to move forward. There's there's no other choice. Know what I mean, Brew? And he turns to this little alien creature, it's DJ, and he's like, oh, sorry, I was continuing my work on an automatic DJ that reads pheromone data from the crowd and cross-references it to social music taste to prescribe the correct music. The DJ is rendered obsolete, and now you can just dance. Yeah, that's what you want to do, right? You prefer to dance, correct? <laughs> just a real quick thing about Brew, because I fucking love him. <laughs> Brew is a part of the brood which is like they, the they dealt with a little bit yeah they are the worst they are as if uh the xenomorphs from aliens somehow possessed a hive mind um they are horrible and they're x-men villains but brew is broken out of the hive mind so he has individuality and so he could have gone anywhere or done anything in the universe and he decided to join the x-men academy <laughs> yep. I dope. love him. I love yeah, it's him. Pretty dope. Um, so uh so Nofar is like, Brew, that girl over there looks like she wants to dance. Why don't you go dance with her? And he's like, But sir, I was trying to and he's like, Don't worry about it, I got this. And uh and puts on Be My Baby by the Ronettes. Um specifically 
for Kate um, for something that she, that that she enjoys because she doesn't. Um, and meanwhile, uh, we meet up with uh, Loki and David, and Loki is paying the caterers with what looks to be a giant Asgardian chest full of like Asgardian treasure. So there's like two uh, chef-looking people just carrying this giant cask full of like goblets and coins and dishes and elm horns and shit um but they have a little bit of a, a conversation about um you know who's responsible for what happened and why um and loki has not joined the party he's outside financing it basically and uh, he, he basically expresses that you know if, if he had stayed hanging out with everybody um they they would have just forgiven him because they're good people and so he doesn't want to give them the chance um he doesn't feel that i call shenanigans (laughs) he doesn't want to have to take responsibility for what he did and make amends and (laughs) oh they'll forgive me no bitch you gotta do the work (laughs) britney's got a song about it (laughs) you want to get forgiven you better work bitch That's a, uh, there we go. That's a good episode title. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but Loki sits down with David on the top of a hill and is like, hey, look, I'm in a different role now. I gotta I gotta play the part that that I wrote myself into. Um, you know, I've killed innocent people, armies have died for me, whole worlds have burned. I've bur- I've always blamed it on somebody else. I can't avoid who I am. I can't avoid being Loki. Even if I died, I'd still be brought back or come back. And if that happens, I might do something even worse. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing for as long as I'm able to do it um, because I'm just, I'm just a story. I'm just, you know, a story, whatever that means. And, you know, David points out, like, he saved the world and uh, Loki's like from myself. And uh, David replies that, you know, saving the world from yourself is the first most necessary step. Um, you know, I, I, I learned that from, from watching you. And uh, Loki's like, hey, look, it's a new year. Um, there's there's a way that the humans like to celebrate and david is like are you kidding um and loki's like hey look you know my culture doesn't have the same attitudes towards sex or sexual identity that yours does there are sexual acts they are not sexual um there's no sexual identity they're just sexual acts i'm the patron god of several actually um and david is is true yeah and and david is like hey look you're not my type thanks though um Uh and uh loki's like that's fine i wasn't serious anyway like what's what's your type any anyhow and david smart ass is like good guys oh yeah loki Loki replies you always were smart and then just kind of just disappears himself um and he disappears but a moment later patriot appears next to david and he starts talking to him and he's like you know i I don't understand why i can't figure out mr not and then he starts to kind of work it out a little bit as Patriot is sitting there, like all Japanese ghost girl, like, yeah. Um, and theory that he has is that part of whatever happens with Billy. So Billy rewriting the laws of magic in the universe as the Demiurge has something to do with this guy. And um, basically this guy has come from the future to make sure that everything in the past goes the way that it should. And then he further works out that more than that, he's not just a raw creation. He must be one of them. He must be one of the, um, and then comes to the conclusion that the one who stops being human for a good cause is most likely himself. So he surmises that he is talking to a future copy of himself or a variant of himself or what, what have you. Um, and the thing says, 
looks at him and says, you'll find out. And then disappears or starts to disappear. Starts to, yeah. Starts to disappear. And David grabs him and says, no, where's Tommy? And he looks directly at David and says, denial. But there's nothing in his eyes this time. Tommy is not there. As we saw, Tommy is inside. He's at the party. Um, David says, you know, I'm not scared of you anymore. And leans in and kisses him. And as when he opens his eyes, Tommy is there. It's Tommy who is immediately like, holy shit, get off of me, dude. We're not that kind of friend. Like, what, what the hell? Um, where did the warehouse go? W- weren't we just in a warehouse? So keep in mind, Tommy was not here this part because it has timestamps. This is how Tommy got there. The warehouse that Tommy's talking about is when he disappeared all the way back when they were attacking Patriot the first time. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, the timestamps are kind of um but then part it's being Tommy being Tommy is like, hey, were we in a warehouse? Like what what happened with that? And then notices that they were at a party. He's like, cool, we're at a party, great, and leaves. It's like, yeah, party time. <laughs> <laughs> like, bless him. Bless his entire heart. Um, so uh, so they're all getting the, the party is now over. It's two two oh five AM on January first of twenty fourteen. Um and Billy's like, hey, how did you get Tommy back? And David just casually is like, I made out with a, co- a, com- a cosmic horror monster thing. And Teddy's like, oh, nice work, Buck. Huh. Huh. Um, and so, uh, you know, they're, 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 uh, they're kind of recounting their, uh, all the kisses that they've had, you know, and he's like, I think Loki might've made, David's like, I think Loki might've made a pass at me. Um, and uh, America's like, ew, all these, all this boy kissing. <laughs> And uh, Kate reminds her that he that she once made out with uh, that ultimate nullifier dude, and uh, she's like, "Oh, only once didn't stick. It's a shame when you end up as a stereotype." Yeah, I went with a boy on my first team, but I was just experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and Novar is like, "Oh yeah, no, that the experimenting is part of the part like part of the Cree experience, basically. Like I was aboard an exploratory vessel, and uh, that does have multiple meanings." And Kate is like, "Wait a minute, am I the only person on this team who's straight?" <laughs> America, and this is one of my favorite panels. America turns to her and it's like, "Princess, I've seen the way you look at me. You're not that straight." Ah! <laughs> ah! Yes. <laughs> She's the best. (laughs) Team of chaotic queers running the universe. (laughs) Exactly. Um, We need more of that. So yeah, so so it it wraps up. They they decide after leaving this party that they're going to go and get some breakfast. Um, Loki is watching them from a distance um, and actually takes a picture of them on his little cell phone. And the last thing we see before the series wraps up is a post to Loki's uh, Instagram account of everybody taking like a group selfie together and it's really, really cute. And that's how Young Avengers ends. So Joe, do you have any questions or how did we do? <laughs> I love this. Um, <laughs> I really, really am having a struggle with everyone's love of Loki. Like, yeah, he's a great character and well-written, but come on. Uh, villain's gonna villain yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, it's very styler from heroes only oh my god yeah without the writer's strike without the writer's strike so at least like it makes some sense but still you're garbage (laughs) also peter petrali was the worst villain in heroes 
Yeah, yeah. At no point did Siler go back in time, bring his girlfriend there, and then erase that timeline. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Whoop! And then, you know, like, like my dad took my powers, so now I don't have powers, but now I have my power, but I have the nerf version, because the writers realized if I had my real power, I would ruin everything. Yeah. But that's that's a whole (laughs) other kettle of fish. Um, I really hope David gets somebody. I know, me too. I don't know if he does. I, I don't know if that was ever followed up on. Um, it is. Sorry. I, uh, let, I will count the amount of tabs I have open right now. <laughs> <laughs> 13 tabs. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Um, David does end up in a good place. So oh, I'm, good. I'm happy for David. Yes. He um, deserves it. I don't really care about Kid Loki. He can fuck all the way off. And I know... <laughs> And I know about other things like Empire, so I know where Sweet Sweet Billy and soon-to-be spoiler-named Emperor Someone end up. <laughs> but I'm happy for them. Yes. What about Kate? Where does Kate go? What does Kate get to Kate, Kate does a lot series. of Hawkeye stuff. Yeah. She gets her own series twice over, because I believe... Oh, who did the first one? Was that also Matt Fraction? Um, I think so and then somebody else took it over and i'm blanking on who it was but um so she shows up in the matt fraction hawkeye in 2015 so shortly after this young avengers run she jumps over to what may be one of my favorite comic book storylines ever yes which is matt fraction's hawkeye which i cannot praise enough and will be showing up on next season of graphically novel um, with our good friend Mike Hollywood. Yeah, yay! <laughs> he's an excellent guest for that too. I mean, he's yes. always an excellent guest, but like for that one yeah. specifically. Yeah, no more questions other than that. Like, I'm glad Kate leave the fuck boy who's part cockroach, literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah, like he's just he is really he's like he's like a himbo fuck boy. Like he's yeah. he's kind of kind of both. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah uh joe it, it has been fantastic uh having you here with us um thank you so much for coming on and we will definitely see about getting you back on soon yeah uh you know start start uh deciding what you don't want to read what you want to explain to you and we'll have you back <laughs> on to explain some stuff to you i'm really here just to toot and boot the looks of the hellfire galas I just want to make fun of fashion because Leather Daddy, Colossus. Oh my God. My God. Yeah, there's so, there's so much. There's so much. It was Leather Daddy Colossus was uh, as serve. It was everything. I was very into it. Professor X looked like a Q tip ping pong ball. I no, no. Charles, be better. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Charles in that entire run. Because uh, Charles. Yeah. Although Gambit and Rogue in the Hellfire Gala uh, coming as the newly married couple. Mm. Congratulations to them finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I look over at my my case that I have the uh, the Joseph Scott Campbell alternate cover of uh, of X-Men Gold where they get married. And it is fantastic. Also, Mr. and Mrs. is a phenomenal run uh, of really fun comics of what they do after they're married. I'd, I'd be into that. Yeah. It, it includes uh, Deadpool showing up 
at one point being like, but Rogue, you kissed me once. What about us? And she's like, dude, I was stealing your powers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good stuff. So, yeah, more than likely, since this is a three and a half hour long recording, um, we are probably going to break this one up into two. Yeah, that would that yeah. would make uh, that would make any sense. Yeah, so uh, this will be the the two part penultimate episode of yes. season two. Yeah, uh, please be sure to tune in for our finale episode where we will be taking Miss Don Baldwin through Thor and Loki's Blood Blood Brothers series. Yeah. Uh, so Ooh. from one Loki to another. <laughs> Can't Loki get on Loki. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Loki on Loki is mostly the series or the yeah. TV show. Yeah. Was... I just really like um, that Wilson brothers mustache. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little disappointed with the Loki show that at no point did anybody ever tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah, because <laughs> that's where it was heading. It was implied. That's right. <laughs> uh, but until then, take it away, Vandello. <laughs> Conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Vendello 2021.